It's time for another episode of SDB in the Spotlight. I'm Monica Cristopa, and I have Maria Acevedo right next to me, co-hosting for the next 20 minutes or so. Today, we have a special guest, one who is here for every single podcast running our soundboard. He is behind the mic, but never answering any questions. Please help me Welcome, Mason Jordan, our Beloit Memorial High School podcast intern. But before I do, Mason, I have to say, Maria is not only co-hosting, but running the soundboard, because I talk with my hands, so there'd be no way I could do both. Yeah. So are you feeling confident in her abilities? Uh-oh. No comment. That no was comment. very hesitant. <laughs> I think I will be okay. Yeah, I think, I think so as well. Too. Okay, welcome to the podcast, Mason. Can you tell us a little bit about your high school experience? What did you enjoy about Beloit Memorial High School? Yeah, so uh, I first was in Beloit Memorial High School starting uh, from 2019 to 2020 uh, and enjoyed my first like half through freshman year. And then COVID hit at and what everyone was like is like, oh, Big spring break. Uh, mm. But no, it was a lot longer than that. Uh, then onwards, I didn't fully enjoy it. Not just do, not due to the school, but just I was there at the wrong time, I think. With COVID. Yeah, with COVID. Every student we've talked to, you're not alone in that, Mason. It was just such a struggle to be isolated from your friends, to do all your classes online all across the country. Yeah, it especially didn't help that. I was going in freshman year from that. So the only friends that I had throughout high school were those people I had before COVID because it was almost impossible to make them onward. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then I went through, then after COVID, then I had my senior year, did a bunch of stuff there. And uh, then I graduated uh, this last year. Uh, And the big thing I liked about Memorial um, was the r- wide array of classes that they have. Mm. You can, no matter what you're into, you can find a class for it. Nursing, food, tech ed, uh, foreign language. There are just a bunch of those different types of classes that you can take that are honestly really fun to have. Speaking of languages, do you want to share with everyone what Porter Scholar um, <laughs> class you were taking? Yeah, uh, I'm taking Japanese. I I absolutely love the culture that they have uh, in Japan, and I also was very interested in their language, so I thought, hey, why don't I take this as a college class? And I've enjoyed it every step of the way. It's been a super difficult class, but I absolutely love it. Yeah, we were surprised to find that out about you, but that's a really cool thing. And you obviously applied for this internship to help us do our podcast. What was it about that interested you into doing this? Yeah, so... Uh, I was first uh, introduced to this job by one of my tech ed teachers, uh, uh, Mr. Michaels. Uh, he said, hey, uh, I have an intern for you. Uh, why don't you take a look at it mm-hmm. um, and see if you want to do it? And I'm like, hey, I, I need something to do during my time that my other job isn't happening. <laughs> uh, and then I'm looking like, oh, this actually looks pretty cool. I can do a bunch of uh, different uh, things, run a bit bunch of different softwares, learn how to use a soundboard. So that would be pretty cool. And that's why I joined it. And I've enjoyed a lot of it. 
Well, I know. What is there not to like about working with Maria and Monica? So tell us, now we're going to get the truth out of him, Maria. What's been the best part of working with the two of us every week or every other week? Uh, I think uh, one of the best things is the schedule. There's a lot of places that, uh, to where, like, they say that you're, or they say that they have an open schedule. Uh but then you get there and then you tell them that you have a bunch of stuff and then they're like, oh, but you need to work here now. And you have to like, hey, can you take a, like, can you work on your birthday? Uh, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, we and, would never make you work on your birthday. <laughs> no. It's a little late. Uh, <laughs> and so with this, uh, it uh, one of the first things that you said that piqued my interest was your, that your schedule or our schedule revolves around your schedule. And that really spoke out to me a lot um, because uh, back in like when I was in high school, I had volleyball jazz, mm-hmm. my other job uh, and my college class, probably a few other things as well that I had to worry about. And this definitely made it a, a lot easier to be able to do this when I had uh, the free time to do it. Well, that's true because school's first. That's your number one priority. That's your that's your that's your big job. So, what is something you've learned about yourself um, during this internship? Uh, one of the one of the biggest things I've learned about uh, is just how to use software and yes. the other hardware that they have. That was one of the main reasons I took this, and because I just love learning about hardware and software and how it all works, and it's. It's worked. I mean, I, I, I've absolutely loved learning about how the actual soundboard works, how to use Audacity, how to. There you go. People that types. are interested in doing your own podcast, you need a soundboard. You also need software that you had yeah. to edit. Good news is Audacity is free. So, yes, it's free and also a really good editing software and a converter as well. So, that's pretty cool. Cool. So, what are some of your plans for the future, Mason? Yes. Yeah, so, I got so last year I got accepted into UW Milwaukee, uh, and I plan on going there for a bachelor's in uh, computer engineering, and then as well because I'm going to be learning this language anyway, that I might as well minor in Japanese as well. Mm. So that's at least that's my idea. And then hopefully through college I might also study abroad down in Japan, depending on how my uh, how my language improves. That Very sounds great. Yeah. And we know you have a love for baseball. Can you share with us who your favorite team is and then tell us a little bit about your other job? Yeah. Uh, so my favorite team is the Brewers. I mean, I I grew up with them a lot. Like Carlos Gomez, Ricky Weeks, Jonathan mm. Lucroy, Ryan Braun. Back, Get him just flip those playing. names right out. I know. Right out. Oh, yeah. I have no idea uh, who they are. So my, my dad has also been a big time Brewers fan. He had like season tickets to Milwaukee County Stadium. But that was the stadium before uh, Miller Park. I'm, I'll just say it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we had season C holders at uh, Miller Park. And I've been going probably since I was three, four oh, wow. consistently. A lot more when I was younger, but that's just because I had a lot of time. Um, and yeah, it's it's been a great experience. It's just seeing these players just go past and be just really good players that's good they're having a pretty good season yeah they're doing pretty good they just beat the reds yesterday with 18 strikeouts which is a league record for them so that's that's pretty good 
a fun game to watch. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about your other job? Uh, yeah. So I work for the Blight Skycarp, which is the uh, high A minor league affiliate to the uh, Miami Marlins. Mm. Uh, and there I at that stadium, I've done a wide array of things, pretty much everything under the sun, except selling merch and ticketing. Those merch. are the only two. What's merch? Uh, merchandise. Merchandise. Got it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> like working at the gift shop and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, but the main one I'm doing right now is bat boying. So that that's the one to where like you're staying in the dugout. And then whenever like a foul ball is hit, you go run, get the foul ball and come back. Same thing with bats and other equipment. <clears throat> and, it's it's just one of those things to where you don't re- realize that these that a player or something is very important until you see them hit the majors very early. Yeah. Like I was I wasn't bat boying then, but a big one was Yuri Perez. Uh, he was he was a big shot rookie. Uh, was in high A, pretty sure maybe a year ago, mm-hmm. uh, a year year or two. Uh, then he immediately went to went up to double A, and then he skipped one and went straight up to the majors, and has been one of the most dominant pitchers in the league so far. I do believe he visited some of our students uh, here in Beloit. I wouldn't when be surprised. He, he, yeah, he's a really nice guy. Really nice. Um, that when you said his name, I did recognize that name, and good for him. Oh That's yeah, awesome. Uh, then, and it, it feels weird seeing that because like this is one that I have bat boyed. Uh, his name is. Last name Encarnacion Strand, very mm. long name. Um, he was in the Twins affiliate, mm. um, and that's Cedar Rapids Colonels. Right. Uh, and I, I've had full blown conversations with him. And I looked, and I was watching the Brewers Reds game, and I'm like, oh, he's there. Uh, he, yeah, he got traded to the Reds, and then got immediately brought up to the majors. Which, and he's batting, he's batting good, but. Awesome. It feels weird seeing that, and I'm going to be seeing that a lot more because there's a lot of other big shot players that I think will make it very easily. So there you have it. It's kind of a recommendation for Mason to get out and see those Skycarp games because you could be seeing many of their players playing in the National League. So, But in any event, it's still great baseball for everyone oh, to yeah. enjoy. That's very good. So let me ask you this. What is one thing you would like people to know about Beloit Memorial High School? You talk positively of the high school all the time, but what's something you'd like to share? Yeah. So this is something that uh, Maria mentioned. Uh, This is something that I would like to advertise a lot to all like the seniors or incoming seniors or even juniors. Uh, It's the Porter Scholar Program. Uh I've talked with a lot of seniors that I've been with and they're like, what even is Porter Scholar? Mm. They never even heard of it. Uh, so the Porter Scholar Program is a program that if you're in the top 15 percent of your class, sounds sounds tough. But in reality, let's say you're in with 14 with like 400 kids. That's you got like only got to be in like 30 of mm-hmm. those. And it's not difficult. OK, uh, you will be able to. So if you're in that 15 percent, uh, you will be able to. uh register for Beloit Mm -hmm. college and take one Beloit college class every semester, uh, for the whole year. So you could take, and how much does that cost? Um, it costs nothing. It's free, completely (gasps) free. So it is. So if you get a good grade in that class, it is free college credit. Wow. And you took yours 
yeah, taking I took, Japanese. I, I took Japanese one and two. Wow. I got nine college credits. And with my public speaking class that I took as well, which is a another college level class coming out of Whitewater, I am starting with a full semester full of credits for college. So my, my schedule only has three classes. At no charge. Yeah, at no charge. Free. Completely wow. free. Wow. It, and a lot, a lot of people don't know about that. Even the people who I know are in the top 15%. They just, they don't know. But now they do. Yeah, I, I hope they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, again, free college credit, practically. You can, and you don't need to take a difficult class. You can take. Choose, you. can you take any class that's offered through Boy uh, College? Almost everyone, wow. except like some very specific ones, like really high level classes, unless like you have a specific transcript to allow that to happen. So people can choose whatever class they're interested in. Yes. Uh, when I saw they had Japanese, I'm like, Hey, I'll do it. Uh, and, it, and you did it. It has been the hardest class I've ever taken <laughs> in my life, but I love it. Well, Marie and I can honestly say we saw you come in here occasionally with your notebook, uh, looking it, at it your was, it Japanese. Was, it was every day. Yes. I mean, you get like two sheet, two sheets of homework per day. And then the next day you need to go to like a study session. And then the next day you go in and take a quiz. And then you just repeat that process over and over for two semesters. <laughs> but you liked it. So that's what makes it yes. really great. That's very cool. Uh, and I, it also set you up for um, college, right? So you mm-hmm. know what to expect. Yeah, yeah, it, it gives you a certain perspective. Mm. That's another reason why I recommend it. It gives you a good perspective on what college classes are actually going to be like. Like there's the AP classes and actual like a start college now program classes Mm -hmm. that I've taken. I'm like, "Eh, still is around high school level. Mm -hmm. Then you take these college level classes that when you're actually in the college lecture halls, in the actual buildings at the actual campus and you're like, huh? So this is what it's (laughs) going to be like roughly, Roughly. obviously because every campus is different. Uh, But then you, you get a solid idea. And also another thing I will mention um, some, so my class was Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Mm-hmm. On those Tuesdays and Thursdays, you don't have a homeroom. Uh, so uh, I just go home. Oh. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't know if that's necessarily a flaw in the system or not. No, but, not a but, flaw. But it's set up because that's what you are getting the college experience. Yeah. And that is exactly what the college experience is yeah, like. And, and also you end the college class like a month and a half before a memorial ends. Mm-hmm. So then almost every single day for your third block is still your Porter Scholar class, even though you don't have Porter Scholar. Correct. Which is still, that means you're pretty much free to go home at that point. Or which, you're, you came here and worked. Oh yeah. So I you, also done that. You did work. <clears throat> I know. That's, that's really um, a great opportunity. So if you are a student listening to this or a family member of a student, please encourage them to check out the Porter Scholar program. Well, you know this one's coming because you've sat with Marie and I all semester. Can you tell us a teacher or teacher that had an influence on your high school career? Uh, Yeah, I have two teachers. One is a teacher from middle school. Another one is from Memorial. So my first one is back from OLA, uh, Mrs. Twardowski. She is, I believe she's currently teaching sixth grade. Okay. Uh, She's one of those teachers. Hope she's not listening to this. I hope she is. (laughs) She's one of those teachers that is like, you don't like her at first. Mm -hmm. Now it's more just because she's a a lot stricter and Mm -hmm. she said she's the sixth grade teacher. Mm -hmm. You're going from, uh, like junior high to middle school. Right. And it's a 
big change, especially due to one of the strictest teachers at that school. But then when you actually start to go through her classes, you really start to enjoy all of those times. And then you really start to respect her as a teacher. She's also taught multiple generations of my family. So really? oh, she she has taught my mother, my uncle, my brother, and I, she's taught all and four of us. And she's still teaching yes, after your teaching. family members going through. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, and, that was kind of a joke, Mason. Yeah. Uh, the second teacher is one I have already mentioned, Mr. Michaels. He, he was the one who, uh, He's pretty much the reason I'm here. Uh, I, he is the person who made me really like tech ed classes. I first took his IT fundamentals class just because I'm like, oh, fun throwaway tech class. I mean, free credit. Whatever. It wasn't. Oh, I enjoyed that way more than I thought I should. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he just has a lot of energy towards it. He just, I, I still have a couple small mannerisms that he has just due to. The amount of respect there. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. The next question is, uh, what is one question you wish we had asked you that we didn't ask you, but, um, and what, how would you answer that? Yeah. Is so, it going to be sports related? It's not going to be sports related. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, no, this one is another tip for like a lot of the high schoolers, but even for any person, uh, is that mental health is really important. This is a, this is a thing that I, I, I mentioned on and off every once in a while to people, but not often, mostly just because they see they're in a solid headspace. Uh, I, during my, my time at Memorial, I had a really tough time battling with mental health. Um, had a lot of bad things happen, not just to me, but to uh, some of my friends that also put me in a bad spot. Uh, one of my friends uh, took his own life at one point. Uh, mm-hmm. And that r- really put me in a negative headspace. Um, and then th- uh, eventually when I-, I realized that I needed to get help somewhere. And that's pretty much what I'm recommending to people because that helped me a lot m- more than it should have. Uh, it just makes you better, if that makes sense. And there's a lot of people who are... Uh, if they have struggling with mental health issues, if they even if they know it or not, they they might they might think that they're not that they don't need to go because they'll just wait it out. Waiting it out doesn't work. That that is the that's the simple answer. And mental health and school don't really pair well together uh, because school it can just be stress. So if you never need to take a break, don't be scared to either talk to a teacher because they're really supportive of that. And like the principal or counselor, even just have someone to talk to. Uh, Marie and I have always uh, referred to you, Mason, as smart and kind and outgoing. Um, But I'm going to add courageous to that. One, um, to have the courage to come forward and talk about the importance of mental illness and mental health and mental well-being, um, because sometimes there's a stigma attached to reaching out for help. Yeah. And I think what you've just done is open the door and have had the courage to have a conversation about what happened to you while you were in high school and knowing that there is help out there. So. I just want to thank you, and I, I, I want to let Maria add something to that, too. Yeah, we did not know um, yeah. that that was going to be what you were choosing to discuss today, <laughs> so thank you. Yeah, thank you for just being courageous and um, 
being a voice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. That's okay. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. There's a lot of those because I would rather open up that door for people than rather than like sitting and because don't wait because the more you wait, there's going to be a day to where you are only for 12 hours. You're going to be laying in your bed, curtains closed, just really not wanting to be there if you just wait. And that is something that nobody wants. No. And you said there are people you can talk to. You can talk to a teacher. You can reach out to a friend. You can talk to a parent. You can talk to a trusted adult. There are many, many And if you want to like go to like a therapist or anything, I'd recommend Stayland Mental Health Services. Uh, They've really helped me through that. And then as well, my doctors as well. Mm -hmm. They also helped me a lot throughout my (laughs) high school, high school days. Uh, and yeah, definitely got uh, definitely in a way better headspace than I was. So thank you, thank yeah. you, Mason, for being vulnerable as well. Oh we, yeah, we appreciate that. So the um, next question. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have Maria ask you this one. What book would you recommend everyone read? As you know, we're piling up a list, and we're <laughs> oh, gonna be yeah. giving the books away. So what book do you want to add to that? Yeah. So I, I'm just gonna say, I'm just gonna flat out say this. I don't really read. <laughs> uh, but I have been reading a lot of like manga recently and I'm, and I have thought about this a lot and I found a good book that pretty much any uh, age group can read. It's called a silent voice. It mm. is a seven book series. Uh, and look at Mason and, 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 given a whole big yeah, seven book and, series. And, 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 and before anyone starts freaking out about how that might be super expensive. It's the seven books are like 50 bucks. And in reality, that's actually quite cheap for manga like this. Uh, the author is, uh, Yoshitoki Oima. So mm. is this uh, anime? Uh, no. Yes, but also oh. no. At the same okay. time, this was published in 2014. Okay. Uh, it's a, it's pretty much a show. I'll give you a small rundown without spoiling much. Yeah. Don't mm-hmm. spoil. Uh, it's a person, uh, who in middle school created a group to bully a per- a kid who is deaf. But then when she left the school and word got out, he ended up being alienized by all of his other friends and was pretty much alone for another five to 10 years. Uh, then when uh, eventually he got into a very negative headspace, this is a whole mental health mm. based thing, which always gets me. So <laughs> why I recommend it. Um, and it, he thought that taking his life would be the best route out uh, to fix all of the mistakes that he has made. And so before he did that, he was he would go and uh, just uh, apologize to all the people he's wronged. And the the and eventually he gets to the deaf person, and then uh, it just goes. There's redemption. Yeah, there, there's a redemption. And, but I can't really say much else about it. No, don't. Okay, but there is redemption. Yeah, there's twists, turns, heartbreak, all that type of stuff that really just gets the blood pumping. Mm. And it, and there's also a movie as well. So if you don't want to buy all seven books, makes sense. Uh, You can watch the movie for free on Netflix. Mm. Uh, It is beautifully animated, really Mm. well animated for, I think it was for 2018, I think. Mm. It is one of the best animated movies I've ever seen in my life, and it it is just a it's just a wonderful story. 
to read and watch. Thank you. So is there anything else you would like to share before we conclude our interview with you, Mason? Huh. That's it. That's actually a pretty good one. Uh, not not much. Uh, mm-hmm. I think just the only other thing was is that th- this has been a just a great opportunity to to be a part of, and I'm grateful, really, really grateful for it. We are going to miss you, but we're going to encourage you to stop back when you're in Beloit. You know, you can stop in any time to see Marie and I. And how did you feel being in the hot seat today? <laughs> oh, it, it feels weird. Uh, honestly, uh, I'm used to being right in front of the soundboard, not talking at all. And I am very much not used to this. Uh, but hey, a new, new time for everything, right? Exactly. Right. And like Monica said, we will miss you this upcoming year. We wish you the best of luck at UW-Milwaukee this fall. And make sure to stop in and visit us when you're in town. We appreciate your help, your editing skills, and everything you did for us this past semester. And everyone that's listening, please join us next week for another episode of SDB in the Spotlight. Thank you.